Welcome to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yance. And uh, unfortunately, I had a lot of interviews lined up, but one of them fell through and I was out of town. So I wasn't able to get another interview in. So unfortunately, I don't have an interview <laughs> for this week. But what I am doing is I'm putting together Amrit Deshmukh's uh, interview into one. And then I think I'm going to look back on them and kind of do a reflection episode on the past guests. Uh, I have a lot of interviews lined up, though, coming. So enjoy. Okay. Thank you for joining us today. I have with us the booklet guy, Amur Deshmukh. How are you doing, sir? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm enjoying every bit of my journey to make India read because, you know, when you work on your passion, work doesn't remain work. It becomes play. And yeah. who doesn't like to play the whole day, right? I don't have to wait for a Sunday to enjoy. I don't have to wait for a Monday to work. They all I, know. I, I, I think that's the biggest misconception people have is that something has to happen to them to be happy. Mm. And instead it's like, just be happy. Just be that's... happy right now. Be happy with, you know, the way the, the world may perceive that as nothing, but you know, you need to be happy now before you're going to be happy with more. People okay. think that just getting more, but then they just continue to chase sunsets. Yeah, yeah, and it just it never, you know, it's it's a never ending thing. It's like, you're never going to be happy that way. Just be happy now. And, right. and I love what you said. It's like, you know, you just, you know, it, 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 when you're doing what you love, you're happy. You yes. know, you just, you're, you're moving forward with the journey. The journey is, the journey is the happiness as opposed to the destination, which is what people always think is it's like, yeah, yeah. It, it's always a destination thing. Yeah, yeah. So to put it in other words, there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. <laughs> exactly exactly that's a very good very good so first question i have is i really like your instagram how did you how how did you start your instagram how did this come about well uh, the focus is not uh, instagram in fact that is one of the byproducts okay mm. i'm least bothered about my instagram uh, page it's all started uh, with my three failed startups so I had three failed startups in a row. Mm. And because of that one failed relationship, <laughs> so three <laughs> failed startups on my LinkedIn profile. And because of that one failed relationship on my Facebook profile. And I went into chronic depression. So uh, I was in the stock market, you know, as a fund manager, you know, hedge fund managers, you call those as hedge fund managers. Mm. And uh, I usually born and brought up in a, in a, uh, uh, in a city like Mumbai in India, where indirectly we are taught that there is nothing more important than money in life. Yeah. And so I got succumbed to that assumption and uh, landed into stock market because we hear that that's the easiest way to make quick money. And yeah. I actually started making a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Small car getting upgraded into a bigger car, yeah. uh, fat salary. Expensive so you fell vacation. into the trap of liabilities. <laughs> expensive, expensive vacations abroad, yeah. a smaller car, TV, getting into a bigger TV. Yeah. And uh, 
uh, and then i thought uh, okay i should start my own startup i have enough savings now but uh, all the three startups failed miserably which threw me into chronic depression mm-hmm. chronic depression and things became so bad one day that i decided that i will not see the rising sun the next morning i decided to put an end to my life mm-hmm. and i still remember i was sitting in the same room i was all alone at home it was 8 o'clock in the evening it's 8 o'clock right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i decided that you know i have to gather the things which are needed to hang myself and commit suicide so i got up from the couch and walked three steps 1 2 3 and the lights went off so this is quite common in india that the lights you know just went off i mean there, yeah. there must be some problem with the electricity board and there was no light currents it was complete dark in my living room so it was very difficult to figure out the things because you are not used to find such things because <laughs> one yeah. doesn't kill himself every now and then yeah <laughs> and so i thought okay fine let me come back and sit on the same couch till the lights come back and i sat down on the same couch and i remembered the golden words of my elder brother so my elder brother is way elder to me by 12 years so huge gap so he's more of a fatherly figure and yeah. less of a fighter sibling <laughs> you know we yeah, never yeah. fought <laughs> never fought <laughs> and uh, I was never an avid reader since childhood you know justin i used to hate books still till the fourth grade i assumed for many years that anonymous is a name of a famous poet <laughs> that naive and anonymous i thought that <laughs> that is some famous guy because everywhere i can see i read his name anonymous so you can understand how naive a reader i was <laughs> uh but then thanks to my elder yeah. brother he used to play a trick on my birthdays so uh, when my birthday used to approach in the first week of july he used to call my friends and their parents and strictly warn them that nobody will get toys and dresses and games as birthday gifts for amrit if at all you want to gift anything gift only books in short justin i never enjoyed my birthdays <laughs> so <laughs> surrounded with books yeah. and no toys to play i got introduced to harry potter you know, alice in wonderland yeah. robin hood snow white arabian nights sherlock holmes yeah. yeah and some indian mythological stories and i fell fell in love with stories so not books because as a innocent child we all love fantasy and fiction and stories so i don't think that was a turning point the turning point came after my uh, 10th exams so 10th is considered to be the end of the primary education in india mm-hmm. and i was just you know hanging out with friends playing around with free mind my elder brother again came to me and said that amrut now you are growing up you should start reading non fiction and as an innocent child i thought books means only stories i asked him what is non fiction i had no idea uh, and he said the non fiction books may not have stories in them <laughs> but you get to learn a lot from these books and i said that what was i doing for last 10 years of education in school i was learning right you know why why the need to learn once again 
said no 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 these things are not taught in schools and colleges I said what why and that was the shock of my life that some things are not taught in schools <laughs> and that's not ultimate education and yeah. he gifted me a book my first self help or non fiction book of my life was rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki i'm sure you must have heard about this book and yes. you know what that's, justin that after reading that book i went so mad on my parents my teachers that in my 10 years of education nobody even discussed about financial literacy or financial freedom the concepts of passive income active income it is so important yeah and suddenly you say, declare that you have to be the breadwinner of the family and for all these years you don't even discuss about money matters this is this is injustice this is criminal yeah. <laughs> and then i realized the importance i mean it's, it's of... frustrating yeah yeah it, it it's frustrating because you know you would think that that would be taught in schools mm-hmm. liabilities you know what what the difference is how to you know but it's not it's almost like school is just get back to work get back to work get back to work get back to work you know it's like they just keep us yeah. on this little track and wheel sorry i interrupted you i just wanted to interject that yeah, right yeah. there but yes and then i realized then came the monk who sold his ferrari um uh, alchemist paulo coelho think and grow rich napoleon hill how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie among us hold his ferrari robin sharma and there was no looking back and i realized that you know the more i know the more i come to know that there is a lot that i don't know that's the truth you know you know that's when you actually know when you realize that you don't know <laughs> that's when you can really grow because you're able to you know go i don't know everything but there are other people that can learn from because when you adopt that mindset you can learn from other people instead of right. instead of going i have all the answers i know everything it's like no you can learn from anybody absolutely anybody i that that's what i found and if you can adopt that mindset from learning from anybody then you you're in a good place to continue to continue learning but anyways yes hmm. continue so coming back to the day where i decided to end my life yeah. and there i was on the couch and i remembered the golden words of my elder brother the lights were there were no lights it was complete dark and he always used to say when i was a child that amrut whenever you are stuck up with a question what next in life read random read random he always used to say that don't fall in love with a particular category of books but i'll read only fiction or i'll read only books uh, business books or technical books which will help me make money you have yeah. to expose to all kinds of genres all kinds of authors yeah and then so i thought okay this could be the last book of my life i'm going to end my life so let's listen to my words of my elder brother and let's read the last book of my life before and until then if the lights come back i'm going to do the what i decided to do and there was a book lying on my left hand side so i just picked it up i did not even check the cover of the book switched on the flashlight of my mobile because it was dark and started reading 
so it was a mythological story from ancient uh, uh, indian mythology called geeta bhagavad geeta mm-hmm. yeah it's a, it's a religious book yes and yes. krishna is the main protagonist of the, of the story and balram is his elder brother so both were going through a forest a deep forest and it it's, it gets dark so krishna seems to come up with a proposal for his elder brother and says that look it's getting dark it's a very dangerous risky area we are in a jungle so we both won't go to sleep at the same time one of us will be awake and keep a guard on us okay so i'll go to sleep you keep a guard do the patrolling once you get tired you wake him up i'll do my duty and you go to sleep so balram says okay and krishna goes to sleep balram is walking to and fro and a monster comes and yells at balram hmm. balram gets scared and this gives confidence to the monster monster grows bigger in size and balram shrinks in size again he yells again the monster grows bigger and bigger and balram shrinks in size okay and at at such a point that balram is so scared he screams krishna and collapses and faints down on the ground his brother krishna mistook that my brother has called my name that it is now your duty and he thought that he is sleeping yeah. telling him that for the last time that now it's your duty indirectly and so krishna wakes up and starts walking this time the same monster looks at this new face and uses the same old trick and yells at krishna but this time krishna does something different without any fear he simply looks at the monster and says what do you want fearlessly and what happens you know this time the monster shrinks in size and krishna grows bigger this happens again and again okay yeah. and uh, the monster shrinks to such a tiny tiny nut size yeah <laughs> the krishna picks him up ties a knot to his dhoti an indian tra- traditional uh, attire mm-hmm. and goes to sleep the next morning both the bro- brothers uh, resume the journey and obviously balram recollects the nightmare and says you know what yesterday a huge monster must have almost killed me and then uh, krishna says wait 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 are you talking about him and balram says yes but how come he is so small and the epic message the author wanted to give us is that face what you must face that monster was simply a metaphor of the problems and challenges of our life if we try to ignore them you no know, try to escape them those those problems will become bigger than you and that problem will gain control over you but if you yeah. face what you must face you grow bigger than the problem and you gain control over it and it's a fascinating why yeah it's a face fascinating way that they explain that because it's true i mean that that goes for for anything you oh. know the, face your demons face your yes. fears yes yes and you will grow and you will grow in size as opposed to that the yes. monster is only has power because you're giving it power exactly you you can take the power back and it it just shows that you know our problems we create our own problems 
I, I think is an, is another way is another way to look at it. Yeah. So back to so back to so you're reading this. So yeah, and that bad ugly thought of self sabotage never came back in my mind. A book saved my life. <laughs> that's know? the power. That's the power of books. That's the power of reading because I'm gonna get I'm gonna get emotional here because that, that that's such a powerful story. Um, <laughs> books can can do that. I don't know if any other medium can really do that because when you're reading it, I I, I said that I say this on my podcast all the time. It disarms you. So by just, you know, eh, I'm just going to casually read this book, it slowly took you in and taught you a lesson. And as you said, saved your life. And to me, that shows the power of books. And uh, a friend on would say, it gives you a different perspective. It gives you a different perspective on life. And you were able, and you were able to see that. So, it, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just think that's, that's such a fascinating story. That you just told that you how yeah. you how you overcame that yeah, yeah yeah i still i'll still get goosebumps whenever i recollect that event yeah that if had i not read that book which came to my rescue probably we wouldn't have talking today <laughs> on the zoom call right and i i understood the power of reading habit okay <laughs> I, I realized i started talking to many friends in my neighborhood and realized that many of my friends bought the books, but never bothered to read them. And I understood that reading habit and books are not synonymous. <laughs> They're two different things. It's like... <laughs> that, that, that is something you will see. People will buy books and have them sit on the shelf. My father is like that. I, I was looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, he got all these amazing books. This, this, that. Um, you know, the power of positive thinking, this here. And then I talked to him, he's like, you never read it anymore. <laughs> like, you know, so yeah. that can become, yeah, you're, you're right. And you're hitting right into thing, the reading habit of how do you make it, how do you make it daily? And I'm, I'm curious, what, what are some of the things that you found that works to get people to, to read every day? Exactly, exactly. Or maybe not necessarily every day, but read on some kind of a schedule. Yeah. So once I understood that books and reading habit are not synonymous, there's a difference between the two. It's not about books. It's about reading habit, not just reading, not just reading one book, right? It's about reading habit. It's a continuous process. And so I decided to, to encourage my friends to read and not just give books for free or book summaries for free. Yeah, it's like having dumbbells at home and lifting those dumbbells are two different things. We all have dumbbells at home, right? How many of us go and take the effort of lifting them yeah. on a regular basis? Yeah. Uh, luckily, I got a call from a CA friend. So I'm a chartered accountant, uh, an equivalent CPA degree in America. And because I was mm -hmm. depressed in those days, not socializing, not participating in any of the festivals of India, he probably saw pity on me and called me that, you know, there is a, there is a blockbuster movie going on in movie theaters called Bahubali. Have you heard about this movie called Bahubali? I'm pretty sure I've, 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 I've yeah. tried yeah. something of it, but um... yeah, it, it has broken all the records in Indian uh, cinema. 
so uh, he said uh, let's go and watch that movie so we reached the movie theater 15 minutes before the show time hmm. probably we expected we overestimated the traffic jams of of our of mumbai and so what to do how to kill time we both were not interested in shopping and because of my mental state i was not yeah. interested in the other attractions of the mall you know <laughs> bird watching <laughs> so um, i was so i was reading a book that week the seven habits of highly effective people by stephen covey again a, a timeless epic okay will be relevant for next 1000 years come what may whether it is whether ai takes over this world that okay. book is perennial so i just casually happened to narrate him those seven habits not casually okay mm. with with some personal examples in 15 minutes i explained him all the seven habits because they were very fresh in my mm. mind he was so impressed by my narration he said abrut you are a fantastic explainer you have that skill you know the way you explained all those seven habits with your personal anecdotes i felt i visited the author and understood his his book without touching the book that powerful narration was so uh, and you know what i have the guilt of not reading regularly but i know that because of your elder brother you read regularly so can you do one thing uh, you must be taking some notes in your diary whenever you read a best selling book i know you read a lot of non fiction books uh, can you send a picture of those notes or bullet points you know or the summary to me on whatsapp okay hmm. so that your reading habit can benefit me interesting that last line yeah did did you, did you get me yeah yeah so the last line struck my mind so hard wow my reading habit can benefit my friend i am passionate about reading and while doing that if that can help my friend it's it's a perfect win win and win win yeah. is one of the seven habits <laughs> in the book right yeah and i got so restless to work on this idea uh the movie started and you know a blockbuster movie like bahubali i found it so boring because now i was in a altered state of mind yeah and a new ray of hope a new ray of hope the guy who was about to commit suicide couple of days ago has now found a hope to yeah. work on this fourth startup <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, so uh, i lied to my friend in the interval that i want to pee and i escaped from the theater without informing him I went back home checked on the internet the whole night i did not sleep is anybody doing such things like summaries it was back in 2015 no short 20 minute summaries of these these great books which are not part of our school and college syllabus right the books yeah. which we mentioned right now nobody was doing it i decided to execute this idea you know within one week before the excitement fades away from our mind you know yeah. i read in one of the books uh, on uh, called 100 startup yeah? yeah the author says ideas are useless 
and i was like what what is he saying we say that idea can change the world he says no ideas don't change the world execution of ideas change the world thousands of ideas come to our mind on toilet seat every day how many of us work on those ideas once we are out of the toilet that's that's the ice breaker right and so i wanted to execute that idea within one week yeah. yeah so you so you executed that idea yeah yeah and then uh being a non it guy i was i'm a professional accountant a chartered accountant yeah. no doesn't know how to develop an app or a website how can i go ahead with this idea right then again the golden words of my elder brother what did he say whenever you are stuck up with the question what next read random read random and i again started reading random books books which were gathering dust on my bookshelf borrowed from my neighbors and most of them happened to be autobiographies and biographies of great world leaders mahatma gandhi martin luther king junior nelson mandela mother teresa dr apj abdul kalam and i realized why i failed in my three previous startups i found the answer it was not about that the ideas were not great or my marketing strategy went wrong or i did not work hard enough neither of these reasons it was the fundamental question that i asked myself whenever i was about to start a new venture it was the question was what's in it for me yeah. my money my progress my wealth my bank balance my profits instead my of what's promotion. in it for exactly others yeah. after reading these you no know, the world leaders the whole world is following them in they are dead years <laughs> decades ago if if mahatma gandhi was alive today his twitter handle would have would have crashed <laughs> because of excessive followers right yeah i mean it, it it's interesting as you mentioned you know the past i mean the only thing that really changes is, is the tools of communication yeah. communication is always the same but it's how we communicate see it's that we're not that different from alexander the great or from napoleon bonaparte you know in in the french revolution you can see the similarities between the two mm-hmm. the only thing that's really changed is the communication tools you know right. unless right. ai comes and destroys yeah. us and then we're <laughs> and then and so we're out of the game after reading these biographies there was a paradigm shift in my mindset from what's in it for me to what can i give suddenly everything changed no the word opportunity we look at it with such a narrow mindset opportunity means opportunity to make money business opportunity i think that's disgrace to humanity <laughs> there are so beautiful shades of the word of called opportunity opportunity to help a friend yeah opportunity to listen to a person who is in pain with lot of empathy is also an opportunity right opportunity to yeah. to tap into your unique skills and talents and make use of it for the benefit of others is an opportunity without expecting anything in return is an opportunity right and so with this 
changed mindset that okay and, I, and one one of the yeah go ahead well uh, one of the things i think that was happening also was you were going for the short term gain instead of playing the long game which yeah. you know something like warren buffett has talked about is how you should be going for instead of going for the stock that you know is oh look this is the one to get right now look into it and go is this the stock i want to have for 10 years is this a company i want to invest are these people that I care about and that i can that we can help each other and i and i think that goes you know paramount to what you were talking about in how your first two startups were like i said th- these are ways for me to make money i mean i don't know i don't know they're not really serving the th- you know thing you know whereas the third one you're like this is a mission statement and um, i i'm 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 reminded of vishin lakiani's uh, book the code of the extraordinary mind extraordinary. he talks about that having a mission statement that is bigger than you like what you have get people to read same thing with me i want people to learn and and read and how how do we how do we get rid of this this idea that that reading is only for certain people it's like no it's for everybody and it doesn't have to be work it, yeah. it this this is a way for us to communicate mm. it it's our way to dive into somebody else's brain that mm. we don't that we would never be able to meet like an alexander the great or you know as you said martin luther king somebody that's no longer with us but you can actually get into their mindset mm. you know sorry i just had to jump right in there <laughs> yeah you, you said it so nicely you know typically uh parents say take a good job take a good job no parents says take a job you love <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> I I say that to my I say that to people I say so what what do you want to do and they look at me like you know I, what do you mean like they've never heard that word so no no seriously what do you, what would you like to do you know and I'll you know paint the picture and be like well if you you know could control the universe how would you what would you want to do you know and then it's like go with that that's what mm. you need to be doing not what you think you, you should be doing you you bring you know yeah parents are like yeah get a good job Yeah. go do this go to college go 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 do this and it's like it's uh, these are means to get to get somewhere but mm. they're not a a mission statement they're not you know they're not saying about what what do you want to accomplish what do you want to give back it's basically just you know th- th- how, how can i fit in is basically ah. what they're saying about what's what's my what's the way so my son will not have the most failure and i think that's the problem with a lot of parents is you know they're so protective of the children you know and of their kids you know they don't want them to go through pain so it's like okay go go do this this will be a good job go be a doctor it's like okay that's great but what if that's not what you're meant to be what if that's not what you want to be and what where where does where does the passion lie and i think that's why your third startup started to work because it is where the passion is as opposed to the other ones where it was like and eh, this is the way for me to you know get a tv get that and it's like those were all material things those can come with anything but having the mission statement and then having those things that that just adds to it as opposed mm-hmm. to you know starting with how much how much material wealth can i attain you know so 
yeah yeah Hello, <laughs> so nice so nice uh, that reminds me a wonderful idea uh, from the book called the 4 hour work week by tim ferris and uh, i just love the idea the way he has presented it so assume justin that you have already achieved 10 goals 10 dreams of your life mm. what is the obvious natural outcome of you having achieved these goals so we probably say happiness will be happy right mm-hmm. okay he says there is a better answer to it okay so let's try to dig deeper into this what is the opposite of happiness sadness yeah the opposite of happiness is sadness right he says no okay the opposite of happiness is not sadness it is boredom because happiness and sadness are two sides of the same coin where there is happiness there has to be sadness in between only then you'll become again happy right <laughs> so they are not the opposite things they are the two sides of the same coin so if the opposite of happiness is boredom then a better appropriate synonym for happiness is excitement so when people say that you know f- find your passion work do what you love do what you are passionate about they are basically saying do what excites you so the right question to be asked is you know you should not ask what is my goal what do i want to achieve but ask yourself what is that that excites me what is that something where i lose track of time and my mother used to you know I, when i was a child she had to pull me out of all of that that activity come have lunch you know used to forget your thirst and hunger in the, and get into that flow state yeah. so we have to fantastic and i got such a clarity that what i have to what i have to do in life yeah, yeah. reading books for others is so exciting everybody reads for oneself but nobody yeah. reads for others yeah. and that was like yeah. a dopamine hit for me yeah and i decided that okay this time i'm not going to chase money it's not about myself it's about helping my friends to cultivate reading habit and the simplest way to execute that idea within one week without any it knowledge was to get started on whatsapp because i know that the whole of india is on whatsapp including my friends yeah, yeah. and so uh, the first the first book that i the first book that i summarized was acres of diamonds by russell conwell it's a very very old book mm-hmm. acres of diamonds by russell conwell and uh, one idea which which was so fascinating from that book it says constraint inspires creativity and i was like what constraint inspires creativity we typically think that you know for creativity and innovation we need lots of ideal resources and a laboratory setup and a mentor and then innovation happens right he says exactly the opposite <laughs> creative um, constraint is not an obstacle it is the mother of creativity for example for example uh, i know you are you are a model and you have a fantastic physique so when the lockdown was declared initially and those bodybuilders and gym freak guys went mad because we thought that the lockdown will last for a few days 
yeah. and then it happened for months right and then yeah. gradually because the gyms were closed they started thinking creatively and started making use of things which are already available at home yeah they started using and that was that was a benefit of the pandemic yeah yes yes they started using buck, uh, buckets of water as dumbbells and started doing pull ups on the doors <laughs> yeah. right which they yeah. never thought of before because there was no constraint gyms were open for the first time gyms were closed so they were forced to think creatively yeah. that's exactly what the author is trying to say you know if you decide to take action within yeah um i wanted to add a little bit to that to that constraint um if you look at the film uh, solaris that was um that was made in like in russia and and periods of that where they had he had to make a science fiction film but he couldn't really have anything about the kgb so he had to walk around it you know he he had to um another example taxi driver uh you know they wouldn't they were trying to give him a rated x rating so what he did was he changed the color of the blood so that uh, so that they could get, get through so as you said constraint can breed can breed creativity innovation whereas um most think of that as like oh no i can't do it unless i can do it. it's like no 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 the constraint will happen and and bringing it back to you when you said that you know you knew the mission statement you wanted to start with how do i how do i give people this summer how do i write for them so that they can understand and develop a reading habit and i don't know anything about it or anything like that but the mission statements there and that will guide you to the to the next thing now we'll go back to yeah. where you were talking about <laughs> so uh, when i got the message of the author and uh, i understood that the, the phrase that constraint inspires creativity which he clearly meant that if you force your mind to take action within the limited resources which are already available to you then you soon realize that acres of diamonds are right there in your backyard and hence the name of the book acres of diamonds by russell conwell and so i thought okay what do i already have okay till now i was thinking that i what i don't have i don't have a it degree i don't have the software knowledge fine what do i already have and there's yeah. the change right there in that in that thought process ah, yes. instead of thinking about lack you started thinking about what do i have yes yeah you know and i thought as, as as we say you know moving thinking positively but but in this case it's more thinking innovatively which is shifting yeah. the negative into 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 a positive yeah. sorry just said it i thought that i have whatsapp and everybody's on whatsapp and at this time i just have to give and not expect anything in return because of my altered state of mind now it's about giving and not the selfish taking and so i summarized the same book acres of diamonds made a nice 20 minute summary of it in text and shared it with 10 of my close friends including the guy who gave me that idea in the chemistry theater and told them wow. that look the whole idea is that i have a strong belief you know my why of life is now my why 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 is a strong belief that if i am not reading i am not changing and if i am not changing 
I am not growing. And because of the strong belief, I have this, this burning desire to cultivate the habit of reading amongst the youth of my, of my country. And hence, I'm on a mission called Make India Read. Yeah. And so I said that this book summary is just a stupid excuse to keep books relevant in your daily routine. Okay, I never claim that my summaries are a substitute for books. No, sorry. That will be an insult of the author. I won't you know, forgive myself for, for doing that. Okay, Authors are God to me. Yeah. And so, if you like the summary, go ahead and read the book. Okay, And you can also share that summary with your friends and be free to share my WhatsApp number with them. Yeah. And you know what, Justin? Within one week, I got 1,000 requests from unknown people who were not my direct friends. They were my friend of friends. Wow. It, was, it was going so fast. So the yes. compound effect. Yes. Another, another great book. You know? yeah. The compound yeah. effect is happening here. Yes. Yes. Where you've, you've created something here. And now people are seeing, are seeing that. Now, I love what you said that you know, books, the, the book summaries are not a substitute for the actual reading, which is something I've seen in this country, um, United States, is that that seems to be what a lot of people are, what they're trying to do now is make an app where like, oh, you don't have to read the book, just read the read our summaries of it. It's like, no, you need to still read it. But mm-hmm. here's something that, you know, will add to it. You know, yeah, it's, it's an if not books, at least the summaries. Okay, I mean, I thought that I'm, I'm for the non-readers. Who have yeah. the guilt, they know the power of reading habit, but somehow reading never, never becomes a top priority. Yeah. And unfortunately, the most important things in life are never urgent. Reading, exercise, meditation, family time, yeah, long-term planning. They are all you know, deal, give you delayed gratification. They are not Instagrammable. <laughs> I think that's the, the problem with you know we're looking for that dopamine effect and it's like look for more the delayed gratification of, of things of like what is this going to build today you know and I, I feel like i'm giving a plug to the compound effect but you know compound effect you know he talks about that you know meditation may be the thing that you know takes you into this other realm just by starting with something like that and like you said just starting with that one idea of how do I how do I do this? That, that's going to branch off into other realms. Like you said, you start with the WhatsApp. What do I have? I have WhatsApp, and then you're blown away by the fact that oh wow, it's look at all these people that I didn't even know are coming to to, to add to, who are interested in this. So it shows yeah. you're you're on, you're on to something. Exactly, and so. Uh... No, within one week, there were 1,000 readers on my WhatsApp that boosted my confidence so much that yes, the idea is working and it's a perfect win-win. I love reading. I read one book a day, at least, uh, when there is no lockdown. And when there is a lockdown, I stop keeping the count <laughs> of the books. Yeah. So the normal reading speed of most of the people is 150 to 200 words per minute. That's the average reading speed. I have increased my reading speed 
through practice to almost 1200 words per minute uh, depending on the complexity of the book yeah yeah now let, 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 let's um, could you just hit on something that i've been wanting to talk about sure I don't like the term speed reading, but in some ways that's kind of what we're talking about here. In some ways, because you 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 sped up your reading, your reading. What were some of the things that you that you did? Was it just something that just happened uh, over time? Um, I was talking my last interview. He was talking about how um, if you you. Um, if if you uh, when you're in a when you're in a library, it's silent for a reason because it's not supposed to be your voice. It's supposed to be, you know, you're just supposed to be kind of like taking it in, taking in the information. Did is that something that you relate to? You're right, Justin. To be very honest, I've read more than twenty books on speed reading. None of them actually helped me. Mm. Yeah, they all talked about. You no, know, uh, practicing your eyeballs. You no, know, they did not work. Okay, uh, one book that literally got convinced uh, that convinced me that how we can increase the ultimate increase reading speed is actually a natural byproduct of you learning to think faster. Yes, it's not the other way around. Exactly, that's exactly yes. what I think. That's what I like about speed yes. reading. Is it? It forces you to think to think yeah. faster at a, at a yeah. at a and yeah. then it's harder to drift off exactly. because you're exactly. having to, you know, yeah. you're you're kind of having to just shut it off. You know, mm. you're, yes, yes, yes. So I I I would highly recommend a book to all our viewers. Uh, it's written by David Butler, and the name of the book is. Uh, Reading with the right brain. Okay. Reading the, right again, the, the title is misleading. It's very cliche, but the concepts are very, very actionable and convincing, and they have worked for me. So I'll give you a fair idea what what he exactly talks about. So as we said, that increasing the thinking speed will have a natural consequence of increasing our reading speed. Right, not the other way around. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, the the um, instead of looking at the result of I got to read faster, if you can think faster, the byproduct will be speed yes, reading. Exactly. Which 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 I like. I like what you're you're saying yeah. there because a lot of people when oh, I see speed reading, please. they just like no, I slow read it. It's like okay, I'm going at it the, the, the wrong way. No, it's the mind that needs to speed up. Yes. So yes. that you can so that you can read. It's it's teaching you another way to think faster, yeah. As opposed now, to thinking of it like I'm just going to, you know, just <laughs> speed read the book. You know, it's like yeah, I, I feel right. like speed reading is almost defeats the, what it's supposed to be doing. It's like the worst term we could have come up with. It's speed yeah. reading. <laughs> and so, if we, uh, so what is thinking? If you want to learn how to think faster, let's define what is thinking. Basically, thinking is conceptualization, visualization, imagination. They are interrelated. Everything is interrelated. This is what thinking is all about, right? Now let's go thousands of years back, when uh, the written text was invented for the first time by human beings. Yeah, the way to communicate. 
they must have first uh, learned how to draw. If I wanted to communicate to you a tiger a thousand years ago, I would have drawn a picture, okay, a crude picture of a tiger to convey you that I want to tell you a tiger. Am I right? Then later on, we realize the the problem that it takes a lot of space and time. So we replace those images with symbols. So a horizontal line with a vertical line is T. A single straight line is I. So T I G E R, a collection of these symbols, represents an image called tiger. This is how this is how the language evolved. Yeah, this is how the language evolved. Right. Yeah. Here lies the whole problem. Our mind is naturally wired to see pictures, not those symbols. So actually, reading doesn't come naturally to us. Our mind, our brain is not made naturally to read those symbols. We are naturally made to see pictures. See, Justin, <laughs> I know, I know it's very counterintuitive. No. <laughs> but I, I can I'm very sure you'll get convinced in the next five minutes. Have you ever somebody uh, uh, complaining? Have you ever heard somebody complaining that I find it very hard to scroll those Instagram feeds? I find it very difficult to watch movies. Nobody says this because we are naturally wired yeah. to see movies. The word movie itself is moving images, right? But everybody says that I find it difficult yeah. to read a book. I doze off after reading five pages. I leave the books half read because you are not naturally made to read. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The symbols yeah. are, are articles. Symbols means the letters, the alphabets. Right. Now, here comes yeah. Yeah. what we have to do exactly. We have to train our mind to convert those symbols into visual pictures as fast as possible. All right. For that, you have to ignore the individual words. For example, the line, I am talking to Justin. This is a meaningful line. Okay. We are taught since childhood to read each word, one word at a time. I am talking to Justin. There lies a big problem. Now, if I isolate the word I, although it is a meaningful word, it has no meaning in the context. The word I doesn't give you any message. Yeah. Okay. So the words are just the messengers. The message lies in the group of words. Now, if I join another two words with the word I, I am talking. Now, I am talking as a is a meaningful phrase. It has a larger picture. And another phrase to Justin gives more meaning and gives a bigger picture. So I am talking yeah. is one meaningful phrase. To Justin is another meaningful phrase. And then we get the whole meaning. So what we have to do is we have to train ourselves to read those meaningful phrases and ignore those individual words. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we have to do. That's exactly what is all about increasing your thinking speed. Yeah. yeah. Do you think part of the part of the problem is also the flaw in the way we're taught to read, which is one word individual? Yeah. Like if we started with teaching people how to 
look at the image. Yeah. Do you think we would have, do you think 100%. we could introduce that at a, at an early at elementary level? Yes. In fact, children's books are full of pictures. That's the whole purpose. But then why, as we grow up, the yeah. pictures go out of the like, books. Okay. Now one, <laughs> we, you know, like, it's like we go backwards instead like, of going forwards. Yeah. And maybe if we did that, we would, unlock something else yeah. and be like oh wow maybe this is the way now to teach math maybe this is the way to teach this as opposed to like we do breaking everything out down you're right we started yeah. with pictures yeah how did we convey the sense of a tiger we drew it you know here's here's the linguistic of, of that it's communication but yeah it starts with with the picture mm. yeah I, I think that's I think that's the problem is we've kind of gone backwards. We, 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 you know, we have the right idea, you know, when we're born and then it's like, oh, no, 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 stop that. Throw that away. Uh, start reading that individual. It's like, <laughs> and it slows you down, which makes right. me wonder is like, is, is this another form? Like they knew at a certain, at a point where they were like, Hmm, how can we control these people more? Hmm. Oh, I know we'll have them read slower. <laughs> So that they're not thinking. Yeah. So yeah. you must have noticed, Justin, that when we read a story, our reading speed naturally increases because it's very easy to see the picture because it's a story, right? Yeah. When I say that tiger is running, immediately you paint a mental picture, right? A tiger is running. Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. Yes. But a sentence like perseverance and determination is the key to business success. Was there any picture on your mental canvas? No. A businessman holding a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> so here lies the problem. Okay, fine. So converting those stories into pictures is very easy. That's what we are made for. Our brain is made for. But converting those abstract concepts into visualized pictures is difficult. There you need a lot of practice. And you know what? surprisingly what i learned from that book your, your drawing skills will help you to increase your reading speed <laughs> your drawing skills will help you to increase your reading speed you don't have to be a great artist like pablo picasso but if you learn to convert those meaningful phrases into images as fast as possible you'll become a fast reader right Literally nowadays, I don't look at words. I just get those ideas. Sometimes it becomes so predictable that, you know, I know that the last two words of the line are going to be these because I'm looking at the picture and not the words because words are just the messengers. The message lies in those meaningful phrases in those group of words, right? So it's about seeing now and not reading. So, okay, so you, 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 you hit on something that was really fascinating to me, drawing skills. How did you go, how did you go about that? How did you, what, what, would, you, what, what would you say somebody that, that is interested in doing um, and in increasing their, their reading ability through hmm. drawing? How would, you, how would you go about yeah. it? Exactly. Now, let's go back to the line. Determination and perseverance is the key to business success. You, you gave the answer, right? The guy with the suitcase, right? Now, yeah. 
business, but we miss the two words, determination and perseverance. Now, determination, I would visualize Will Smith. I think that the most determined or, or uh, Kobe Bryant, yeah, the most determined yeah. guy I ever know on planet Earth. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I cried the, the day I heard the news of his plane I crash. Yeah, one of my favorite sportsmen. Yeah, perseverance. Yeah, uh, maybe Barack Obama. Okay, so I yeah. mean, it's 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 completely uh, it's your own, own imagination need not match my imagination. Okay, you have a different upbringing than mine. So the it's all about same like meditation. Yeah. You know, where whenever we distract our mind and our mind goes away from the breath, we bring try to bring it back and try to focus on the breath. Same is the case here. When we forget that it's about seeing the pictures and not the words, we again try to come back to the new habit. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The most frustrating part of my journey was I used to fall back to the old habit and focus on the words, right? So coming back again and training yourself to, to, to ignore the words and look at the pictures. Yeah. And then once you understand the magic, you know, reading becomes so fun. Interesting. This is fascinating. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've never, I assume a lot of this is in that the, the, the working, the uh, reading with the right brain a lot of these concepts came from but that that's i never thought about it like that in fact in fact i i contacted uh i contacted david butler he has responded to me we both are coming together and coming out with a course uh an authentic course which is not just a marketing gimmick uh, which promises that you know your reading speed will increase to thousand words no (laughs) but you know things which will really work for you which are which i got convinced i don't know whether it is scientific or not but it really convinced me that yes, you know, visualization is reading. Yeah. yeah. Reading is comprehension. Yeah. <laughs> if you are not comprehending, it's not reading. Yeah, no. It's looking, looking at the, the looking at the black ink on the white paper. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of students are doing that in, uh, in elementary school. They're just looking and they're not, they're not seeing the picture. Maybe another, maybe another concept we could do when we're teaching, you know, younger children is have the sentence and have the picture here so that they see the two, so they can compare the two and be like, see yeah. this and this, you know? In fact, that will be the part of our course. So we are working on, yeah. on a software where, yeah. So if you are, you know, um, uh, a red umbrella and then three pictures, of which two will be the wrong pictures and the one will be the right one, which represents the red umbrella. You have to click on the right one. That will train you to yeah. convert the words into images. So we are working on that. Interesting. Interesting. Are you going to, are you, you, you mentioned um, you don't have to draw like Picasso. So just drawing anything, even if it's stick figures, just getting something out there so that you can compare, so you can compare and contrast the two. Perfect. Interesting. That's that 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 is that is absolutely fascinating. that is like one of the most that, that, that's like like I'm I'm gonna be trying that like awesome. as as I get off here I'm gonna be like that is because I I think that's the key is really getting people to see the pictures as opposed yes. to exactly. seeing it as the thing which in some yeah. ways what we're talking about right now is you know is dissecting the idea of reading 
and and looking at it in a, in a different perspective. And I, I like that you guys are creating a course and I think that's the right way to go about it. An umbrella, here's the word umbrella, here's the picture, point to the, you know, point to, you know, to the two so you can compare and contrast the two. And that way, that way people can get away from that's, the idea of um, just, oh, these are just, like you said, just words yes, on a page. Yes. It's like, no, 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 these words of page are just, they're supposed to convey the idea of a picture. Create something in your mind, you know, yes. whether it be, like you said, persistence is uh, the uh, indulgence of- And then, then you never doze off. See, you, you never doze off while watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. moving yeah. images. But, exactly. Huh. But we doze off while reading. That means you're focusing on the words. Today, when I learned to ignore those words and focus on seeing the pictures, I never doze off. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then, you know, because you are taught that the slower you read, the better you understand. That's the biggest myth that yeah. teachers have taught us in schools and colleges. Yeah. In and fact, still, yeah. They, in they, fact, they... speed is the front of concentration. I repeat, speed is a friend of concentration. I can prove it. Okay. Just when you drive, you drive a car. Yeah. 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 yeah I drive. So, yeah, I drive a car. So when I'm driving at a very low speed, there is some traffic. So okay, yeah, thoda con- there is some congestion. No, I easily get distracted. I keep changing the FM channel. Look here and there. Who is sitting in that car? Oh, who is yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> but. If I'm driving at a very high speed on a national highway, I sometimes even switch off the music. The stakes are high. I'm like, bang on. I don't even dare to look here and there. Right? Yeah. Automatically, speed is the friend of concentration. You know, your focus automatically increases when there is speed. Right? Just, just uh, try out, you know, there is a settings on YouTube where you can increase the speed by 1.5x, 2x. When you do that, okay, just go off. Once we are done with this podcast, just watch some, uh, maybe my own TED Talk on YouTube. Go and increase the uh, speed to say 1.5. You will naturally see yourself leaning forward and trying to focus more because now stakes are high. If you skip even one second, you will lose the entire story. Speed is the friend of concentration. Hmm. Interesting. Should we make interesting? You know, you, you hit on like an interesting concept here. It's like, should we, should we put like maybe that option? You know, put put out you know um, films with that that speed already you know set into the film so that they can you know to to build concentration in people without them actually even realizing that they're actually doing that like i think that would be a fascinating concept you know if you tell them what you're doing they're gonna go "Eh." but if that's the byproduct of them enjoying what you're doing then that's 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 an interesting concept i have to write that down you know or listening to music fast in in that way maybe you know maybe is this is this a way to to build the concentration necessary for it because i've i've the thing i'm frustrated with with the digital age is it seems like people are having the the five second attention span and it's like you know it's not technology's fault that we haven't moved for we haven't moved technology has moved so far ahead of us 
that we haven't like moved with it. We've just kind of like just been riding it instead of like, like here it is, you know, we can still keep that concentration with, you know, the digital age. It's just how we perceive it. Maybe if we start looking at you, like you said, taking things in a speed, using speed to develop the concentration, maybe you're right. Maybe we have been looking at this the wrong way. And say, because like you said, everyone thinks, oh, you got to read slow to, you know, really, you know, take it in. But what you're saying now is that no, if you go faster, you you'll be able to just so maybe we can actually train people subconsciously to 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 yes. have a, a deeper con- a level of concentration. Because it seems that yeah, especially yeah. In America, they're they're very, you know, you give them a mandate, you give them something, they they're just like, no, I don't want to do that. But if you give them something that they enjoy and they don't realize that the byproduct is is that, maybe that's maybe that's the way to build to build the, the, the level of concentration so we can compete with Instagram. And Instagram isn't just this mind suck, it's something that we can use. Because I, I think all of these are tools. The problem is we've relied too much on 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 social media to just kind of like as we as we do with Netflix. You if you watch Netflix and you watch a show and then you do that. But if you just watch a show and then you just keep watching the next show and the next show and the next show, that's not you're you're not really enjoying it anymore. Now you're now you're almost addicted to the product. You see the same thing with YouTube. You can get sucked in for like four hours. And be like, oh what's the next one? Oh the next one. The next one. Next thing you know it's like oh wow eight hours. So I love what you just said. Speed is the friend of concentration. And I don't think that is talked about enough is how important speed is. And, and you've kind of, you know, blown my ideas. Like maybe that's the way yeah. to get people to, to, to read yes, again. Yes, yes, yes. That, that's because I say this because our brain naturally works faster than our eyes, right? Yeah. Our brain works faster than our eyes. And when we deliberately read slower, our brain feels insulted. Yeah. And hence we start wandering off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We don't keep up the pace. The eyes don't keep up the pace with the brain. The brain feels insulted. And then we start wandering off. We doze off. I mentioned all these things in my own book. By the way, I've written my own book. The Yeah, I'll just get a copy of it. Just a minute. Yeah, let me... Yeah. Let me see. So this is my oh. book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Readers. Not written by Stephen Covey, <laughs> written by me. Ah. Yeah. Can, and, can, you, uh, can you get this book now? Yes. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, it's already published. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need to read that. And- yeah. So uh, when people say, I mean, the common, when I say that speed is a friend of concentration, people commonly complain that, uh, what about comprehension? Yeah. There is no point in reading faster if we don't comprehend, right? And as I said, reading is comprehension, but more than that, more than the technique of speed reading, 
I want to change people's approach towards reading. So as I said, the name of my book is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Readers. And my habit number four in the book is, is quite uh, interesting. It says, get the big picture. Habit number four, get the big picture. See, these books, which are general books, which are not part of our school and college syllabus, you are not going to be tested on the information that you are reading. Right? Perfection is not expected. Justin, I've read, till now I've read 1,685 books till now. Do you really think I remember each and every word from it? If I do, I'll go mad. (laughs) But if you you point on any, any of these books, and I'm very sure I'll talk for at least 15 minutes on any of these books. Because I've got the big picture. Skip yeah. the details. Get the big picture. All right? If you learn one, two or three big ideas from the book, that's all. You're done. Rest is all bonus. Right? So yeah. there is a difference between learning and studying. See, we study in schools and colleges because perfection is expected. It is performance oriented. Right? Accuracy is expected. That's studying. But books like Robin Sharma and Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk and yeah. Vishen Lakyani, you don't have to study them. You don't have, don't have to gain mastery on these books. You just because have to they, get yeah, those you start ideas. to apply them. You start to, yeah. to, to apply them in your in your life. So there's no need yeah. to like sit there and and say that, that that's one of the problems I think a lot of people is the paralysis by analysis of just yeah. being like, oh, I gotta an- analyze it. It's like, no, 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 like you said, get the big picture. And that's what I like. That's why I don't like to do a lot of, you know, summary and stuff. I like to kind of just, sometimes I'll, uh, I'm reading Infinite Possibilities by Mike uh, Dooley and it's a fascinating book. And there's some things that, you know, just kind of like, you know, I'll just, you know, take a step back and, you know, just want it to just digest in what it what it's saying, as opposed to, you know, and and let it just, you know, take me i can't tell you exactly every single word he said but you get the big picture and that's what um you see with a lot of the nonfiction books is that is that big picture with with fiction it's more you know oh i remember this part this is my favorite part this is my favorite. with with nonfiction books you tend to yeah read the full you know see the full scope right yeah. right right yeah yeah uh I would like to share a few hab- few more habits from yes, my book. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So as I said, uh, habit number four was get the big picture. Uh, habit number five, again, a very practical, actionable habit. So many say that, you know, uh, Amrut, I don't remember what I read. Yeah, I read. I read a lot of stuff, but it's very difficult to retain in your memory. I know many of my friends especially uh, the girls, they take a pen, pencil, rubber, scale, and those pens are of three colors, blue, green, (laughs) red, and nowadays those fancy fluorescent orange highlighters and green highlighters, they carry so many weapons with them before they open the book. And then they will highlight so much on each page that the non-highlighted part looks like highlighted. <laughs> yes, that does happen. <laughs> you you don't remember by decorating a book. Okay. 
the best way the best way to remember what you read is to read and discuss that's my habit number 5 read and discuss discuss what not the summary not the review not the critical appraisal of the author one big idea one big idea that shattered your mind that forced you to replace your old old uh, assumption with a new one old ideology with a new one you know yeah. for example i used to think that introverts are dumb people you no know, they're very yeah. shy they can't yeah, 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 articulate yeah. well after reading a book called quiet by susan ken it's all about introverts and she says that uh no the quality of an idea and the ability to express that idea has nothing to do with each other right mm. if somebody has an idea in his or her head his or her ability to that to ability to express that idea has nothing to do with the quality of the idea in her head right and i felt like a tight slap on my face that wow i was so wrong and my approach towards introverts changed now my objective was to make to make them open up because they are shy and get the best from their minds right just yeah. because they can't articulate properly that doesn't mean they don't have great ideas inside them exactly you right? got to get up so see so you have to now now that i shared that one big idea with you aren't you curious about the book wow yes by sharing that idea with lot of enthusiasm you might get curious okay what tells it might be in the book the entire book i should get that book right and that's what i love that, that's what i love about following you know instagram you know book bloggers is they put the book up there sometimes you know and it's like oh yeah i need to look at that you know book i need to look at that you know i i'm always fascinated it's like wow i didn't know about that book correct you know so yeah. discussions are of two types okay most of the people fall on the first kind of discussion they discuss about the book around the book for example Uh, in the lockdown my friend uh, called me and said that amrit you should read that yuval noah harari's sapiens it's a fantastic book i said is it really so what did you learn from it no 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 you should read it it is a fantastic you know you go and watch his interview he's such a great orator great author yeah yeah my friend i agreed but can you share something what's the topic some some ideas that you that excited you no 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 he just bragged you no know, he just praised the author bragged that he read the book he just spoke around the book that's one category of people one category of yeah. readers well it's, i think a lot of that is bred because of you know the media when they talk about it, it's like oh he's number one nobel peace prize you know winner this that they tell you all the accolades nothing about the book thank you you know and 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 that, yeah. then it gets people to think like you know oh no it's really good it's like well, why is it good Because I was told it was good, you know, like they don't know the difference between a good book or a bad book. It, it, it's not even in their mind. They've they've already been conditioned to like the book before they've even opened the book or not exactly. like the book, and vice versa. Uh, and know, and, so. and then they talk about how many pages are there in the book? What is the price of the book? What is the yeah. color of the book? It's <laughs> all useless. It's not adding value to my knowledge. Exactly. And then comes the other category of books. Who talk? what they read in the book what they learned from the book one big idea that's all and that's my favorite hobby 
I just love to share that one big idea that I learned from the book that I read recently. You know, the, yeah. for last one hour, I'm doing the same thing. Acres yes. of diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> right? you've got me excited. I'm like, I'm going to go look up all these yeah. books. I'm writing them all down. <laughs> yeah. That, that idea of, of the monster from Bhagavad Gita, constraint inspires creativity, introverts. These are all ideas, right? Yeah. And I'm very sure you will try one of these books because I spoke what's inside the book and not what's around the book. Yeah, you didn't tell me, well, this book is amazing, you know, because it, it won this many awards. It's a best-selling yeah. book. Okay, but would you like yeah. <laughs> you I think I like... think they don't discuss what's inside the book because probably I suspect whether they have read the book. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah, you'll see these people being interviewed and then you're like, they didn't even read the book. <laughs> they just, uh, they just like so... reading like, well, it's a, it's a really... Look, it opens hmm. like this. Uh, there's pages and everything, and you you gave me a really good segue here because that's the thing. Like, I'll, I'll ask people. It's like, you know, do you do you read Kindle? Do you do this for the book? It's like it, it doesn't matter where you're getting, how you're getting the information. It's that you're getting the information. Yeah, so it could come from there. It could come from your computer. It come from, that's up to you. Exactly. You know, that's, and, and that's what I like you, about Justin, you spoke my mind and that's my habit number one. Really? That's my yeah. Habit number, yeah. And habit number one is actually a non-habit. <laughs> it says, don't take reading too seriously. I repeat. Yes, I am saying this booklet guy who is on mission, make India read. He's saying, don't take reading too seriously. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, let me, let me elaborate. See, Justin, if something is important to you, don't make it special. Make it casual. Because habits are casual. You take any of your daily habits, you know, talking on phone, watching Netflix, chatting on WhatsApp, gossiping. They are so casual and hence habitual. And because they are habitual, they become casual. So virtuous circle, right? So when somebody asks me that, you know, no, I feel guilty that I've left the previous book half read and now I'm taking the new book. I'm, I'm feeling guilty. I'm a bad reader. I tend to counter question them that, okay, imagine that you're watching a movie. Okay. And it is very boring. It doesn't, it's the, one of the flop movies you have ever watched. What do you do? You just change the channel or change the, the video, right? Do you say, oh, I insulted that actor. I'm a bad movie watcher. Man, <laughs> you should never does. say these things. You never nobody say this. Yeah. And it, it, Why? Why? First, we don't take these things seriously. seriously. Second, second reason, we transfer the onus, the responsibility to entertain us to those, to those artists and directors. We don't take the blame. Right? right? But... Yeah, where is- People, when they're reading, they're like, uh, it's, ah. to me, to, to like this book, it's like, if you don't yes. like it, just move on. There's a bunch of other exactly. books. You when know? it comes to reading, we take all the blame. Something yeah. is wrong with me. My friend loved that book, but I'm not able to get hooked to it. Something is wrong with me. I'm a bad reader. No, my dear friend. It, it's that it's is, similar that is. to, I think it's because books are so associated with academia that we, that we look at it and be like, oh, this is, this is a test. It's like, and I think that's what our job really is to just 
get that idea out of okay. of thinking of this as like, no, this must be fun. Yeah. It doesn't you have it to can learn. be academic, but it doesn't have to be. You can learn and have fun. You know, yeah. you, you can play a video game and you can learn. You can watch a movie and learn. It, it learning is can be anywhere. And books is one facet of of way, but but the way we are taught is almost like it's a test, like you said. It's like Oh man, I'm not getting this. You know, what 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 is wrong with me instead of just going just move on to the next book. Yeah. Find the book that you like. Maybe it's too long, like um 48 Laws of Power. Sometimes I've talked to people where they like it it they feel, you know, overwhelmed by that. I would tell them, you know, just break it up one chapter each day if you if you if you feel it's too much. But, you know, if you don't like the book, just move on to the next book. And that's why I like what you said. Don't take yeah. it too seriously. This isn't a test. Just read what read what you want to read. You know, yes. don't don't read, you know, yeah. don't don't read a book just because somebody told you to do it. You don't like the book. Yeah. I have left hundreds of books half read. Exactly. And I don't feel guilty about it because even if I quit the book, I don't quit reading. Exactly. Books exactly. are now replaced with pages. Wow. Right. And if if while reading, if you feel like you know, after reading 25 pages. You're not excited. You're finding it very boring. Maybe you're not learning anything new from the book. Maybe uh, the author is just wandering off the topic or it's old wine in new bottle. Or maybe after reading 25 pages, you don't find it exciting. The whole objective of the book was to teach you what kind of books you should not read. Yeah. <laughs> At least that exactly. purpose is solved. <laughs> At least you came to know what kind of books I should not expose to. Exactly. <laughs> just move, just move, move on it's it's not yeah. it's not the end of the world um yeah. you know. draw draw any damn conclusion but please don't conclude that you are a bad reader because yeah. there is no nothing called thing. good reader and bad reader there is only reader and non-reader exactly that's all. and that's that's how you can do it. look at it as incremental success atomic habits 10 percent better Try yeah. to just, you know, try to, you know, just be a little bit better each time or don't right. just read yeah. every day or don't, you know, don't make it into a means go enjoy it. Yes. Read at the, at the, at the capacity that is going to make you enjoy it. If you need to read every other two days, then that's fine. You know, it, it depends on, you know, it's, it's all up to you just as long as you continue to read, you right. know, yeah, don't 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 and read it, like don't read like what you know don't don't misunderstand me. And go yeah, just read you know I'm gonna read uh, one page and then uh, two months later I'll read that. It's like and then we then you've kind of taken that a little out of context is now yeah. you're not gonna retain. <laughs> you're not really at that at that point you're gonna finish a book like what in uh, mm -hmm. two years. <laughs> you raised a very nice. You raised a very good point that source is not important. Now, there was one lady who asked me this question that, uh, Amrutha, but you know, I don't get that feeling of reading on the app or on the Kindle, you know, the feeling of holding the book in the hand, it smell, you know, sitting on the window with a cup of coffee, you know, I, it's, it's so soothing. So I, I said, okay, now let me, let me counter question you. Uh, I asked her, do you watch Netflix? And she said, yes, of course. I do watch Netflix. Why don't you insist that, no, 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 I have to go to the theaters, the old way of watching movies with popcorns in one hand and Coca-Cola in the other. Uh, you immediately adapted to this technology 
now this is selective modernization ah okay you you got yeah. modern in some things and now these are just excuses of not reading okay yeah let's be how, honest it's it's just an excuse yeah we how have, come hold on let me get let me grab my thing here we have the ability with this thing to take any book that we want with us that is not something to be frowned upon yeah. that is that, that's amazing. we could be on a desert island and you should have this and then maybe a plug <laughs> I mean, this is i see this as a miracle thousand books in your pocket exactly. i can't carry more more than four books in my bag i think exactly. this is no less than a miracle and and, yeah. and that's what and that's what astounds me it's just like it's like no this is this is like a, this is a gift from god you have the ability to have thousands of books at your time so that if you get to the point where you're like eh, i don't really like that book you can move on if you had to carry all those books you know like on the bookshelf you know you'd be like you'd have a whole suitcase yeah, and be yeah. like oh, let me move on to the next thing this this makes it convenient to read this is the netflix of reading where you can how come how anything. come medium medium becomes more important than the message never whether it is kindle pdf podcast audio summaries whatever don't you think watching steve jobs interview on youtube is as good as reading part of his biography exactly of course it's, yeah they, they both you know they both have different you know there's both things you can t- take from it yes, i mean yes. steve jobs is autobiographies you know very dense books so you're a thick book so you're going to you know he's going to go into more detail about certain things but yes if you're listening to him there you're you're getting the information how yeah. you get the information doesn't, doesn't matter. matter it's that you're getting the information exactly. these are tools yes. it's a tool to to tool. to learn it's up you to know? you how to use it yeah, yeah. like you it's could, like a, you it's got... like a knife a knife is a tool right exactly. you give yes. it in the hands it give it in the hands of a of a thief and give it in the hands of a surgeon yeah and the whole it's, purpose it's, changes it's, it's still there but we're like in the society now where it's like uh, we'll blame the knife it's like no it's 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 not the it's not the knife's fault you know and it, it like uh, i get frustrated with this i'm like there's really no excuse to not be able to be able to read because now you can read anywhere you can read on your phone you can read on ipad Wonderful. you can read here what i like about this is when you since this is the only thing you can do with it is read you can't like go and scroll the internet like you could with that it gives you the signals to the brain where it says okay time to read which 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 is the same thing you get when you do when you have a awesome. book whereas with a phone a phone is like you know it can be multiple things so you can very easily get distracted but there really is no excuse to to not be a ribs we can uh, read yeah. anywhere you know it's just yes 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 astounding yes. to me this yeah people get so oh, sucked in on the idea oh, of uh, that that reminds me a new observation of late uh yes many of us claim that our attention span has gone down to some claim that it is 30 seconds the millennials attention yeah. span has gone down to 30 seconds but i have a, a different opinion uh, mm. on this see attention span has not gone down the number of distractions have increased because we know that thousand more videos are available to me on one click i hop from first video to the next it's not the attention span that's it 
if there were no thousand videos available i would be forced to watch that video how come you watch a two hour uh, movie hollywood movie without any distraction where has gone where has the attention span gone now are you getting my point so increasing your concentration doesn't mean increasing your focus but trying to keep away those attractive distractions i call them as attractive distractions just yes, they are very attractive those the ping on whatsapp and those notifications yeah they are dopamine generating very dopamine generating you get addicted to it yeah so mm. keep the cut those distractions at the source so what i do is if i have to block myself and read for 30 minutes i keep my mobile on silent mode and keep it two rooms away from me wow two rooms away from me for 30 minutes okay. and i block myself read as much as i can then after 30 minutes i take a micro break check my mobiles reply to all the messages yeah micro break of 2 3 minutes again keep the phone in that room come back on my read my reading room block myself for 30 minutes cut the source yeah. cut the distraction at the very source now you let, can't... let me let me add to this though that's one way to do it you know So, yeah. so, the, so people don't get caught. I was like, oh, I got to get the phone into the other room, or I, I'm not going to. It's like, no, this is just one. This is one yeah. way to cut the distraction. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely. what we're really saying is, it's about accountability. It's about you are making that you are making this decision. Don't let this run your life. Right. Decide when you use it. It is a tool. as opposed to being an addiction which i think is what you're saying so if you need to go take it out into two rooms there then that's right because like you said it is very attractive distraction it's very easy to just pick it up and just and go how the easily they distract us we can easily hack back them it's very easy to hack back them you just have to disable all the notifications of yeah. your communication apps the life becomes so easy you know if if our viewers take one this one advice from this podcast and go and disable all the notifications you know i would declare mission accomplished <laughs> yeah get rid of the pings i mean i do that with emails otherwise it would just be like yeah. ding 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 you know it's like no wonder anybody can get anything done it's like they i mean they're very smart because they know using sound is going to go oh i got to go pick that up i got to pick that up it's like no 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 here's how you defeat that just get rid of the sound and then get rid of the pings and use it at your leisure as opposed to what now here's the here's the dangerous part that they're doing they're designing these things to to addict us whereas so we have to be smarter than that and realize what they're doing with it and realize for what it is it's a tool right and and you know and and put it and put it into perspective I suppose what they want us to do is just be on Instagram 24 hours a day and be like wait nine hours later you know be like I I joke you know there's the 5 a.m. club I I guess if you're like just on Instagram all day you'd be the 5 p.m. club you would just you'd be like wait hold on Okay. Uh what did I do today? Oh, I did uh, I was on Instagram. I saw I saw a bunch of things and things like that. <laughs> oh, I love that the 5 p.m. club. <laughs> <laughs> the 5 p.m. club. Yeah, it's like, oh wow, the day is over. I'm done. 
Heavy Betty is wonderful, wonderful. Solitude so, of Justin. Not it's it's, it's nine thirty-five yeah. year. It's uh, my yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's about. Let me uh, let me just wrap this up uh, real fast. I just want a couple more questions, and then we'll and then we'll go. These these are short, quick. Thank you so much for being gracious with your time. Um, do you have a beginning of the day routine? Oh, so uh, I wake up at five o'clock. because i go to bed at 9:30 in the night and uh, the first thing i do is uh, 3 4 of my friends we gather on my terrace and we work out for 2 hours we i do calisthenics i do weight training i do yoga i do breathing exercises and cardio and functional training mm. so, and then uh, by by 8 o'clock i have my breakfast and the first thing i do is read now you will be surprised to know that what must be my target number of pages when i open a, a book to read two pages two two pages i'll tell you why now our brain hates big task humongous task and huge projects yeah if i ask justin that you have to do 1000 push ups and 10 kilometers marathon and 5000 rope jumps Justin will say, "Just a bit. I got a urgent call. Okay, I'll get back to you tomorrow." <laughs> right? The big task will almost destroy you before. Yeah. Like you could just come up with this gargantuan yeah. task. It's like, yeah. If I if I say that, okay, I have to make a thirty slide PowerPoint. Okay, I have to read this four hundred pages book written by Robert Greene. You know, uh, mastery. <laughs> oh my God! The obvious reaction is, "Oh my God!" And we naturally procrastinate. But if I say myself. I have to read only two pages. Justin, you have to do only two push-ups. Only two push-ups. Justin will naturally say, "Oh, two push-ups! Come on, I'll do it anyway." And then you'll naturally do more. Yeah. Yes. Which and then you the get started. Yes. With 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 school, is we give them, you know, okay, read this, get this done, and we give them this gargantuan task. We're almost creating procrastination without even realizing it by That's giving them exactly. this gigantic task. Yeah. So when you break this huge task into small, tiny, stupid-looking activity of not more than five minutes, yeah, yeah, you get started, and getting started is half the battle won. And then I've never stopped on page number two because exactly. the law of inertia comes in place. We love to be in the flow. And I end up reading twenty pages. Exactly. Do you do you have a nighttime routine? Yeah, I do. I I I maintain a gratitude diary where I write uh, five points that I'm grateful for. It could be as simple as so. Today I had two apples. Okay, mm. out of which one turned out to be great, and the other one was rotten. So I wrote in my diary that today I got a good one good apple. <laughs> I should be thankful for it because you are naturally you no know, inclined towards negative to remember the negative things. Oh, that one apple turned out bad. No, the other apple was a good one. <laughs> And we so, think so, the the one bad apple like tarnished the whole bunch. It's like yeah, but yeah. you still got the one good apple. So yeah. you know, yeah. half and half. Which yeah. half do you there? Are you the half glass empty? The half full? You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like ten yeah. people are like oh god, it was you know. There's yeah. that one bad thing that happened today, so my whole day is horrible. It's like no, no, no. Look at the other things yeah. that happened in the day. Yes, and gratitude. Love to say, 
gratitude needs practice so when i started this exercise on 1st january of this year i found it very difficult i was not able to find even five points of <laughs> gratefulness but today you no know, even you know the page is insufficient for me i write 20 points easily because now i i know how to find those positive things in life you know, as simple as you know the apple example you don't have to be a big things like somebody gifted me a bmw no <laughs> i think that that really works yes it has it has really worked for me and i i was surprised there was a one of my friends i used to hate him I mean not not a bigger way but you know i found him very irritating but when i realized that he has done so many nice things to me through my gratitude diary you know, slowly my hatred towards him declined yeah. yeah and i was so wrong that i was focusing only on the bad part of it he was giving me so many things and i was ignoring that because our brain is like a garden so james a- allen james allen yeah. has talked about this in his book uh, as a man thinketh very old book as a man thinketh by james allen so our brain our mind is like a garden okay so if you if you do nothing automatically the weeds will grow yeah. right and those weeds are like the negative thoughts doing nothing is not enough you have to deliberately sow the positive seeds and then maintain it through fertilizing and watering those are the positive thoughts okay you have to take special effort for positive thoughts negative thoughts will or else negative thoughts will automatically grow like weeds yeah Vishen uh, Lakhiani talked about that. Like once he he did forgiveness, and once he was able to forgive somebody, he was able to reach his highest level of you know, right. of brain waves that you know he didn't think was possible. And it, it comes to you know, for, forgiveness, gratitude. The, these are the things. Um, you mentioned meditation. What what does your meditation imply? How do you do? How do you do your meditation? Yeah. uh i i won't claim that uh, i have still achieved expertise in meditation but yeah i meditate for 5 10 minutes after mm-hmm. my workout simply trying to focus on my breath okay and the moment my my attention gets distracted and i think of something else that what am i going to have in the breakfast <laughs> after a meditation i try to bring my attention back on my breath that's all yeah. that the, the 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 process of bringing that attention back on your breath is meditation you know the practice it's like flexing your muscles yeah. in the gym yeah so doing that process again and again will help you to focus more and more and the whole objective is that if you can focus on the most obvious thing like breathing yeah. which is so invariable and natural then you can focus on any other thing in life right that's a great that's a great way to look at it interesting yeah that's 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 awesome last question I'm a big film guy. What movies do you like? Oh. <laughs> I'm not a great uh, movie watcher honestly. I hardly watch movies. I don't have Netflix. <laughs> Because whenever I come to know about the movie, oh, I've read that book. I've already read that book. Most of yeah. the book <laughs> movies are based on some novel. Yeah. So, I know what once are you excited? Uh, after Huh. after movie. after after reading harry potter when i watched the movie mm. harry potter it was the shock of my life that my own harry potter of my imagination was so different from the one which was shown on the screen 
Yeah. That was a big disappointment for me. Even the even the broom on which she flies was very different. <laughs> Mine was very different. <laughs> yeah, the Aladdin's carpet was very different. That's, Mine was very different. Yeah, that, that's the thing. When you go into a movie, you kind of have to like divorce yourself of the idea yeah. of what you saw and be like, this is this is how this is an interpretation of it. Yes, you yes. know, it may not be my interpretation of it. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, you're right. It it'll like ruin it. Be like, this is not this is not yeah. the movie I saw. You have to call the director. And be like, what what are you doing? This is not the movie. Well, we can't make the movie for every single person. <laughs> We've decided to incorporate all the readers of the world. If you have an idea to bring to the movie, the movie would just be a mess. Of- would make sense in any tone it would be like wait a minute why is he what who is all this thing um so anyway since you asked the question i think uh one of my favorite movies was will smith's uh pursuit of happiness i really loved that movie yeah uh but i I haven't watched recent uh hollywood movies i think the old ones are you you excited for like the batman that's that's uh, pretty good that's a pretty good film no, I'm not a no. movie buff. No, no, no. Plans to fine. watch it. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You're you you you've given mm. so much. Thank you so much for doing this. This was so great. This is such a a wonderful conversation. I mean, we went two hours, but I was like, we just kept delving into so many amazing things, and you were so gracious with all the things you you divulged and explaining the the, the ideas of speed reading, and you know just. This has just been wonderful. How can okay. people reach you? Uh, uh, just Google me. Uh, you know, my entire information is on Google. Google my name or Booklet Guy of India and you'll get all the information. There are thousands of videos on YouTube, Instagram, thousands of interviews on Google. Yeah, And then uh, once the WhatsApp thing grew, I also came out with my own mobile app, which is absolutely free, called Booklet. And hence people call me as Booklet Guy. And my it's a completely free app called Booklet. And uh, almost uh, 4 million readers are part of my mission, making their read, reading books and book summaries with me. And then I have an audio facility also. I record those summaries in my voice and uh, all the readers listen to it. Every week I upload a new book summary on the app. So you can give it a shot to it. But again, I don't stand for booklet apps and those book summaries. I stand for the higher purpose of reading habit. I do not care whether our viewers go home and download booklet app, but I really care if even one viewer reads five pages tonight before going to bed, I would declare mission accomplished. That's all we're asking for, five pages. I think that's doable. Booklet guy, thank you so much. This has been great. Awesome. Thoroughly enjoyed. Thank you so much. Happy reading. And please yes. wash your hands. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so. Okay. That was the full interview with Amrit Deshmukh, the booklet guy. Once again, I want to thank him for doing that interview. He gave it, he was so gracious with his time. And I learned so much about speed reading, about how to see images while you read. It was just an informative interview. And I'm just thrilled that I got to work with him. Um, As I said, fortunately, I did not have a a new interview. So I'm going to reflect on uh, some of the past interviews. 
I want to say thank you for listening. As always, um, I've got a lot of good things lined up coming. And uh, I appreciate every single one of you. And I want to say thank you for listening. I said that twice, I know. And uh, you can find me at Justin Yachts. It's pretty easy to find me there. And I will see you next time on the DMF.